Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hello, listeners, and today, my gorgeous listeners, I'm very excited to be sharing with you today ways that we can share beauty. Now, I know that my show, Beauty Inside and Out, is always about feeling beautiful from the inside, and of course, you feel beautiful from the outside. But let's face it, we all want those little secrets, those tips that usually our friends are the ones that uh, tell us about these products, uh, new services. Um, or we'll notice something about our friends and we'll be like, what did you do? Uh, I, I uh, saw a friend the other day and I'm, I'm like, you look fantastic. What did you do? Of course, I can say that being in beauty. It's not insulting, I don't think anyway. Um, but, you know, she knew that she was going to be honest with me because, of course, we talk about beauty all the time in my circle of friends. Whether they're in beauty or not, we're talking about beauty. And she had, um, she had just... You know, eyebrows are a very big thing. So she just was practicing applying eyebrows. Nothing more than a pencil that she was just working with that she got at a drugstore. And it changed her whole look. It really framed her face really well. And I said, keep doing that. That's beautiful on you. It's It really accentuates her eyes. Everything about it was was an amazing, amazing, amazing thing. So I love that when my friends get together, we talk about beauty. And my guest today is Rita Ravindra, and she is all about beauty, but didn't used to be about beauty. She's got a fantastic background. And for all my female listeners out there that you know were struggling to figure out how to be relevant, how to have a voice, how to how to be able to be that you know successful entrepreneur, or maybe even start our own business, I think Rita's going to give us some great insight. And and um, I'm looking forward to hearing her story, as I'm sure you are, too. So please welcome my guest, Rita, from Mia Mia Beauty. Thank you, Bonnie. I appreciate it. Welcome. Well, we're glad to have you here today. You know, it's when, I, when we had the opportunity to talk on the phone, um, you know, obviously all things beauty excite me. I'm like a kid in a candy store when it comes to beauty. And so we're going to be talking today about your latest venture that you've done, which is Mia Mia Beauty, which is an app uh, to be able to connect um, beauty consumers to products and looks and uh, uh, ideas and all of those good things. Um, but beauty was not how you got started. That's right. Yes, I actually am by trade an investment banker and uh, started off in finance, you know, way back when in the, uh, in the late 90s. And, um, you know, just to go into my career um, after that, um, got into tech because it was Web 1.0. If your listeners remember, back in 99, the stock market was going wild, and mm-hmm. I felt like I was sitting on the sidelines and banking and not being a part of this new um, industry. And so got into tech, and uh, that uh, startup unfortunately failed, but I learned a lot at the age of 24 and have been in tech and in male-dominated industries uh, my entire career. Um, was at MySpace uh, for a few years. Um, you know, my skills are, are mostly on the business development and finance and strategy side, so I don't really have a beauty background. I love that, though. I love that, you know, you you went to college, you came out of college uh, as an investment banker. <laughs> and, um, and again, like you said, you're in a very male-dominated industry here. Um, but you saw 
you know, hey, between money and technology, you could do anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's a winning formula right there. So, so something had you um, look at beauty. What was it that had you think, hmm, I'm going down this path? Yeah, um, you know, it's interesting. You bring up kind of money and technology and beauty, as, as you and all your listeners know, is just a massive industry. It's, you know, $60 billion on an annual basis just in the U.S. alone, and it's recession-proof. And, you know, that really caught my eye, just being a business-minded person. And then on the technology side, I just felt like there weren't any platforms out there that were really speaking to women. And I really wanted to build a platform for women that was built by women. That was really my goal. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. So in this in this time that you spent in the, in the tech world, you know, and probably, and I know that you are an investor and an angel investor and everything, you, you probably tapped into a lot of things. What is it that had you say yes to certain avenues, whether it was beauty or not? What's the potential that you see in that? The potential I see in beauty is just, um, it's really magnified right now by the internet. And I think what we're seeing is all these sort of native brands building, um, you know, pure internet-only businesses and selling commerce directly to the consumer as opposed to going through traditional retail channels. So I feel like there's just been a lot of disruption recently mm-hmm. in the beauty industry, and that definitely attracted to me because, you know, it felt like, the right pieces were in place for there to be, you know, even more disruption and more growth. Yeah, you know, the from the professional side of beauty that I spend a lot of time in, um, it's massive disruption, but it's a slow, it's a slow breaking um, within what's going on. And what we've known for years is that the consumers are creating the demands for the outlets. They want what they want, and they want it when they want it. Um, and I've seen a lot of companies struggling to transfer over in what they call the gray area because they've always gone down a very traditional distribution channel path, um, mm-hmm. and they're really struggling with, you know, how do I say it's professional for hairdressers, ultimately, and yet my end user, my true user, is the consumer. How do I still work with a profession in an industry and still get it in the hands of the consumer? And of course, you know, technology has answered a lot of those questions, but it's still been a, 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 a not as fruitful, I think, as most people think. And we all kind of base something on, oh, they're selling it to hairdressers. They believe in the hairdresser or the, or the esthetician or the massage therapist, whatever those roles are that, that are played in beauty. Um, but the truth is that that's a service. And we have to be able to separate sometimes products from services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I know that, um, you know, kind of, did you grow up in in the Silicon Valley or Northern California, where'd you grow up? I actually, I grew up in Orange County. Okay, so you grew uh, up in, in a, yeah, in a, in a suburb called Irvine. Oh, yeah, perfect. Well, that's, that's as, that's as high tech as you can get for Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Behind, behind the orange curtain there is called Irvine, California. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. The, so you, so you grew up here and what had you even go into investment banking? Like, you know, you're a little girl, and were you like the Monopoly queen and, you know, counting out the money and always the banker? What had you start there? You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, I actually attribute it to the seventh grade. Um, I had a volunteer from Junior Achievement 
show up at our, at our middle school, and there was a competition on picking stocks. And um, so, you know, back, this was pre-internet, so I would check, my parents are avid stock market investors, so every morning I would see how my fake portfolio was doing, and fortunately enough, I ended up winning the competition. And that sparked a real interest in, you know, the economy, um, macroeconomics, the stock market, all that kind of stuff, and I really connected with my parents around it, and you know, just ended up taking classes a little earlier. So I took classes like economics in uh, at the junior college when I was in high school. So I really wanted, just loved everything doing with the economy and the stock market. So it started from a very young age. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I love hearing that because I really think that um, I, traditional schooling in general probably is doing a disservice in regards to having a really good understanding of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we either love it or we hate it, or we have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, I just did a program this past weekend, and uh, and it's really on a, a speaker program, how to be a, a more powerful speaker. Um, and one of the interesting exercises that I do in it is to be able to have a conversation with money. So you're literally taking like a pair-share type of opportunity, and you're having a conversation with money. and the nuances that people have in regards to money is usually a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just really interesting being able to hear that. Um, so I know that, it, you know, and part of that, I always say part of that is, you know, we just have to have a better understanding. We have to be more educated. Um, and as an entrepreneur and an investor and all of those great opportunities that, um, can work for you in everything that you've done in your history. So you money, tech, and now into beauty. And I love that people like you, Rita, are bringing the technology into beauty because it is going to change. It's going to change the way we all perceive beauty. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, the people out there that are the real influencers are the ones that are capturing the platforms to be able to support that. So I, I want to talk a little bit about then. So in all of this history that you've done, you went into, you know, you're in money, you went into tech, and then all of a sudden you said beauty. What had you then decide beauty was going to be the thing that you were going to self-fund your own business here? You know, I, I think it kind of goes back to wanting to build a platform for women. And um, when I looked at, you know, what industries are thriving and what um, has, you know, a lot more opportunity, I think, than others, beauty just uh, came out as the one, you know, from a business perspective. And I can definitely go into kind of more of the personal story as to what I recognized was, was the issue which, which caused um, us building Mia Mia. But I think from a business standpoint, it just really stuck out as um, just this ripe industry which had a ton of growth and you know, disruption and opportunity. Yeah, so let's hear the personal side of it. So the personal story was uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine and I, she and I were in Miami, and we'd just gotten out of the spa, and she was putting on her makeup, and she had this gorgeous um, blush on, and I was like, Gitanjali, what is that color? Like, it looks stunning on you, and she happens to be Indian as well, and she's like, oh, I, you know, I'll text it to you. I can't remember the name. I don't have the product on me. And I was like, huh, okay. And so I texted her four times, <laughs> finally got her to send me a picture of the item. And then I did a little bit of research. It was this MAC mineralized um, uh, kind of blush enhancer and uh, ended up buying the product. And it's a product that I you know, own to this day. 
Oh, and it that's, just got me... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I love it. It's fantastic. And it just got me thinking, like, gosh, why is it that I often am sharing beauty tips and secrets with my friends? You know, we're all pretty smart women. We talk about the economy and politics and our families, and then the next minute... We end up talking about blush and under eye cream. And, and <laughs> Underwear, you know, shoes, and, and everything in between. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's just, I find that beauty binds us as women. It's something that gets us excited. Mm-hmm. Like if you find that perfect mascara or that perfect blush, you want to share it with your girlfriends. You want to share it with your tribe of women. And it just sort of surprised me that there wasn't an application out there where, which simply mimicked what I call offline behavior, stuff that we've been doing for years, you know, mm-hmm. talking about beauty over brunch. And so what I wanted to build and what we decided to build was a platform so that you could have all your products. You know, on average, women have over 40, spanning hair care, skin care, and makeup mm-hmm. in one place where you could purchase and share and create looks around your products. So that's what we wanted to build with Mia Mia. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I love that story. Thank you for sharing that because it is true that beauty will come up in a conversation no matter no matter how sophisticated and savvy we are in other topics. Um, it will eventually roll around to beauty and uh, and mm-hmm. I think that I think that everybody um, they they want the answers. they want that we want the quick fixes, but we also understand. You know, that, and I'm still searching for the perfect mascara. So there you go. (laughs) There you go. I am still searching for the perfect mascara. But I noticed um, a picture, and I I did see that it was on your feed on the Mia Mia app as well. I noticed a picture of Jane Fonda that from the Emmys the other night. Mm -hmm. She -hmm. looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, what a role model. And, and yes, there probably is, you know, some more sophisticated surgeries and things like that all the way on the other side. But she's almost she's almost 80 years old. Um, and she looked so amazing. And, of course, then it just makes you go, what makeup is she wearing? Or how did she do that? That's not her hair. You know that's an ex- a piece of an extension, a pony extension. How do I do that? How do I emulate that look? So I love it that, um, that you created this platform to be able to do that. So we're, we've, we, before, we've got a break in, a, in another couple of minutes and everything. But I want to be able to you know, let people know that, first of all, Mia Mia is an app. So they can download it, and it's free, correct? That's correct. So yeah. we're available in the App Store in the U.S. right now. Is it on both um, Droids and iPhones? So right now we're uh, just an iPhone app, uh, but we will be launching Android soon. Um, your listeners could always go to our website to sign up to be on the wait list for, for Android when that comes out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so those are just the different platforms that you kind of have to just go right in there with. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, one of the things that I think makes apps so interesting is that, y- you know, you can do a search function on it and just say, well, let me see if it's on here and, and try and track it down type of thing. So mm-hmm. tell us tell us a little bit about in this in this world of apps, so you had the you you understood the technology behind building an app, and you knew that it would bring women together and focus in on them beauty. What is what's the ultimate goal that you're trying to achieve then with the app? Well, we um, we plan on launching, like I said, Android and and a web presence as well. I mean, we're really looking to be that one stop platform in beauty, a place where you save your products, you see what your friends are up to, you create your looks for that special event and purchase all in one place. It mm-hmm. ends up becoming like that smart tool that you rely on. Yeah, because I know that um, on here, so there's products, 
Uh, and for the, for any of my listeners that are listening right now, you know, download the app and check it out. So there's products and then there's looks. I really like the idea of the looks because then it's like, how did she achieve that? Or what color is that lipstick? And it's and it's right there. It tells you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's beautiful. So what's tell me some of the challenges in kind of getting people on board to be able to do this, because it seems like there is a lot of channels for beauty, including Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Amazon has really focused on beauty recently, which shows that beauty is a massive market Mm -hmm. and it's getting their attention. I mean, what we found just through our research and from my advisor from L'Oreal is that women are high-low shoppers. One minute we're shopping at Walgreens or CVS, the next minute we're shopping at Nordstrom or Sephora or Ulta. So we've got a lot of retailers, you know, that we turn to to purchase beauty. So we wanted to be that all-encompassing um, application where you could find any product that you use and save that to your profile so that you can purchase that product later. We wanted to make sure that it was sort of all-inclusive of everything and every kind of retailer that you um, that you call upon to, to make those purchases. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I love the idea of this. So we're going we're gonna to take a break right now. And here's what I want all my listeners to think about. What was the last thing that you either heard from a friend or that you shared with a friend that was in relationship to beauty? So think about that. And then think about how many times we do bring beauty up into a conversation. And then I want you all download the Mia Mia app um, and check it out. And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about you know, what's on there, how, what you can do with it, um, how you can add to it. And then, of course, you know, who is this for? Like, who's the real audience that is being attracted to that? So stay with us. I'm here with, with Rita, uh, and she is with Mia, Mia Beauty. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. 
That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I am here with my guest, Rita Ravinja. And she is the CEO and founder of Mia Mia Beauty, but she has a really great background as a business business executive for 15 years with expertise in business development, global expansion, equity and debt fundraising. And we got another one, you guys. We got another one that saw the opportunity and the uh, the the growth in the beauty industry. And so she created the Mia Mia app. And we were talking in the first segment here, Rita, uh, a little bit about your history and how you shared that, you, that your friend had this blood on that you just had to have um, and finally she sent it to you in a text and that's how you got it so then you saw the opportunity to have this platform that says let's bring it all together for us and um, and not only just have access to being able to the products that we might be interested in but also creating the looks that we can achieve with some of these products so I want to hear a little bit more about the Mia Mia app which is currently available on um, all of our iPhones but soon to be available on all of the droids um, tell us a little bit about kind of like the development, the structure, and then, you know, who's on it and who do you want on it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, as you mentioned, uh, the app is available in, in iTunes in the App Store. Um, and so, basically, there's sort of four tenets of the app. And it's really about discovery, first and foremost. So, you learn a lot from your girlfriends. You learn a lot from folks that you may follow on social media. But a lot of times... When you learn about products or you see images, it's very fleeting. and You can't remember where you actually saw that, mm-hmm. you know, that product or that look from because, you know, we're very visual and we sort of like, oh, gosh, that red lipstick paired well with that um, cat eye. How do I create that look for myself for that special event? So the first part of our app is really about looks and seeing this image of a hair look or nails or makeup and seeing, you know, the description associated with it, what products were associated to build that look, and um, also understanding, like, what that look is for, whether that be a date night or for winter skincare, etc. So these looks are created by the community. It's just, you know, 90% of them are just from our standard users. We've got some brands that are creating looks, like Smashbox. We've got, you know, beauty bloggers uh, creating looks as well. And it really serves as that inspiration. And you can search and browse for different looks depending upon what you're looking for. And from there, if you're like, huh, I really am interested in that Maybelline mascara, you can um, either search against our database for that mascara, or if you find it in a look, you can click on that product and go instantly to learn more about that product and then purchase it or save it for later. So initially, it's all about discovery. When we get into your profile, because everyone has a profile, that's where you can save all of your products that you're using or kind of coveting for the future. You can create looks from your profile. So if you're like, I really want to create that date night look with all my favorite products and make sure that it's saved for later and that I can always reference it, that's where it kind of sits in your profile. And you you can always make that, you know, public or private. I may not want... Uh, everyone to see my anti-aging regimen, but I definitely want to keep that kind of close to the vest because that's important to me. So there's a lot of um, ways in which you can sort of save that that content and kind of reference it later. And um, those are kind of the main parts of the app. Um, The last part, we've seen that that's the most popular thing, is the activity feed. That's just this rich feed where you can see, you know, Bonnie's added this lipstick to her profile. Um, Sarah has created this look. 
Marisa has followed this person. It just becomes a lot more interactive and makes beauty feel kind of alive. So you can see what's sort of trending, what your friends are up to, get your friend requests through this sort of activity feed, and sort of it makes you want to check it um, with frequency because there's just so much activity occurring on, a, on an hourly basis. Oh, I love, well, first of all, I think that you, you've kind of hit my hot button when you said you create a profile and save the products that you're finding on there so that you can reference them later. Because you know what I do? I snap a picture. <laughs> and then I have 7,129 pictures in my phone, and I can't find anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, no, I know I took a picture of that look or that product that I wanted to go buy this weekend type of thing. And I'm, you know, because I'm constantly putting photos in my phone, right? Um, so I love that because then it could be that one place where it's like beauty related looks and, you know, trying new things can be right through this app. And I don't have to take mm-hmm. pictures of it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. That's and that was really, you know, as you, as you mentioned, that's how the whole app uh, came to existence was because we we do that. We take screenshots, and we don't remember, remember where those screenshots mm-hmm. are from or where they are in our photo library. And, um, and I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's really the first and um, real value to consumers is just having the ability to save all my products across all the various retailers that I go to in one place. Yeah, perfect. Now, can you um, can you take a picture of something that you see and add it to your profile? Because or you can um, add it to the feed, right? Sure. Yeah. So um, you can take a picture and create a look around it. Um, right now, we want to. You know, we've um, we work with a, a technology, so we've ingested a hundred thousand different products, um, and so. All of that data, as you can imagine, is like structured, and it's, we really tried to make it beautiful in the app environment. So right now, we're not allowing people to kind of upload their own products quite yet because they can find their products uh, in the database already. Okay, gotcha, yeah. Um, and so then there's the opportunity that maybe I, I've always been a fan of something, but I could find something similar on here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, you, you actually bring up an interesting thing that I wanted to add is that we're collecting a lot of information on our user behavior and their likes. And so the eventual goal is we really want this Mia Mia to become this personalized beauty tool. So based upon who you are as an individual, based upon your location and your age and, you know, what products you're liking. So we will then suggest other products to try, looks to to potentially try or people to follow that match your beauty profile. Oh, of course. Yeah, because I'm not necessarily going to tie into maybe, you know, that younger millennial bohemian look um, as a regular look for me, but I might find something interesting in it, but to be able to follow people that are like, oh, I like the way that she looks. Mm -hmm. It's that Mm -hmm. classic style that, you know, that I like. Yeah, cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Very cool. Now, who... Ultimately, because you just you said that you were a Gen Xer, and of course I'm a Boomer. Who is it that you really built this for? So you know, initially when I uh, when we built this, we really believe this is for all women. That this is sort of an inclusive product, and um, wanted it to be for everyone from 16 to 65. But the reality of it is that um, some of our younger users are the most more active users. 
and are publishing more looks and adding more products and things like that. And what we found is that because we're collecting age information, we know um, that there's a lot of growth in that younger millennial um, sort of Gen Z category. Um, although, you know, the bulk of our users are millennial, we're starting to see things trend younger. And I think mm. that just has to do with app usage. You know, like my friends, for example, have five or six apps that they reference on a daily basis. And, you know, we're Gen Xers, so um, that's just how things are. I think the younger users have a lot more apps, and it's a bigger part of their life because they just grew up on the Internet. Well, and they just I just heard a, um, a, a statistic recently, too, that the millennials are not on their phones or, you know, on social media sites as much as we think they are. And you're right. It's now transferring to the next generation, the Gen Z. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, and well, rightly so. They should be working and building their careers and launching businesses and <laughs> every, <laughs> everything else, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. And of course, you know, I I know that, you know, the, the those of my friends that have younger daughters and everything, they are so into it now at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's fascinating to them, I think, and they're they're far more uh, have an understanding of all of these types of products and what they're for um, than we did, you know, at that young mm-hmm. age as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in the uh, activity, was that what you referenced as the feed? Is the activity button? That's right. Yeah. So I liked um, I liked all of that in there. It was kind of because now I'm looking at this one pencil here, uh, this one eyeliner pencil, and it says buy it. So I can actually click on this link here and just go right into buying this particular product and have it sent to me. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, I love I love the idea that if it's something that because at that point I don't want to think. Okay, where can I find this? Then I still have to go onto Google and say, is it at Sephora? Is it at Ulta? Is it at you know the the department store? Can I find it in the Walgreens or the you know the CVSs or Dwayne Reeds of the world? Um, you know, where can I find this? And of course, I got a lot of listeners that are international listeners, so you know things can ship anywhere in the world at this point. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, I mean, you bring up a, a good point, too, is that, um, you know, 65% of the time we are simply replenishing what we own. So if I have all of my saved products on my profile, I'm just going back there and replenishing two-thirds of the time. So it, it really becomes just your basic utility to have all your beauty in one place. Mm, yes, because you know what I'm doing? It's a, th- this is all really good stuff, Rita. Thank you. You're, you're making my life so easy right now because I'm thinking about it. I have a bottle of foundation that is at the bottom of my purse, and it's been at the bottom of my purse for about a month <laughs> because uh-huh. I'm gonna, if, inevitably I'm going to walk into, and this is just like something you can, you know, like a Maybelline or a Revlon-type product. Um, but I really like it when my skin feels very dry like this time of year for me. Um, Mm -hmm. so I have it at the bottom of my purse because what's going to happen is I'm walking, I'm going to be like mesmerized by all the beauty around me. I'm not going to be able to focus. I'm going to look at the different selections of colors and I'm not going to remember which one was the one that I liked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to pick the wrong one and then I'm going to be disappointed. And then I'm going to be like, you know, oh, darn it. I shouldn't have got it. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have bought it. I should have waited until I had the right one. Right. Yeah. 
So that would save me a lot of time. Now, what are some of the retailers that you have on here that um, you're growing with, you're growing this, this app with? Um, we actually, you know, through this, um, through this technology provider that we work with, we, are, we have about 800 to 900 retailers. So you name it from Walgreens, CVS, um, Target, um, you know, really all the mass um, merchandise uh, shops. We've got Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, you know, the higher-end places. We've got Sephora, obviously, Ulta. So you think about it, it's like every place that you go shopping for beauty is, is on Mia Mia. And it goes back to this whole notion of it being this all-inclusive, one-stop shop for beauty. So we're not just targeting, you know, prestige, which you know, at the end of the day, prestige uh, is small, smaller than, you know, the mass market opportunity. So we mm-hmm. wanted to make sure it included both. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, in regards to skincare, cosmetics, and hair cares, there's so many choices out there that, you know, from prestige to just buying it at a local retailer, we're finding what we need. Mm-hmm. We're finding what we need. And if, and if we're at that point where we want to try something different, I promise you, even I, you know, you would think that all my friends come to me and, and want beauty advice. No, I'm sometimes asking them, what are you guys <laughs> using? Because, you know, I, I kind of get stuck in these these patterns of kind of staying with what I know. And it's like, what are you using that you love? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's the lipstick that you use? As a matter of fact, my girlfriend yesterday that was staying with me over the weekend and everything, she came out and she had this this these beautiful lips, that kind of that deep purple burgundy color that's very popular right now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, wh- what is it? What brand is it? And she's like, it's a lip stain. It stays on all day. I just kind of touch it up with gloss just for the fun of it because, you know, we're addicted to lipstick, so I'm going to do it anyway. Um, And then she told me that it was the Sephora brand. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to buy it. And, Bonnie, I love you telling me that that personal story because it just validates the existence for Mia Mia even more. It's like, you know, it's all about seeing that girlfriend of yours who had that burgundy lipstick in real life. She's in front of you. She knows you. She can recommend that product to you because she's seen you and seen what you've worn before and knows that it would be perfect for you. Yeah, and, and it was yeah, perfect, yeah. It was the second time somebody said the same product brand, too, because it was. Mm-hmm. I saw one of my friends with red lips, and I'm like, that looks fantastic on you. It's such a good red on your skin tone. And then she told me about it, and then this one was more of that burgundy color, which, you know, these are, these are great colors going into fall. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't wear. They're not my everyday colors. I'm much more of a neutral and nude look for the most part. But, um, you know, for that evening out or that special occasion, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I want, I want pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want pop. And those are easy, easy instant gratification pieces. So I love that. So you have this technology provider that's making the connection for Mia Mia app to be able to be like m- my local Walgreens or my down the street Sephora. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They're, they're essentially like, give us the data, and then we created the app experience. Uh, I mean, it's, it's really like all, all of what we've built is proprietary to us, mm-hmm. but we, we leveraged um, some data and then made it beautiful within an app. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Rita, having the, the savviness that you are in, in, in uh, you know, educated, investor, all of that stuff. Where do you see these stores going in the future if we're buying everything online? It's a great question. You know, and it goes back to what you were saying before about how beauty has, disruption has begun, but it's not, uh, you know, we're still not at the peak of it. 
Um, I think it's something like 12% of all beauty is purchased online, and the rest of the time we're going physically into the store. Um, you know, that 12% is growing 20% year on year, but I think that um, at the end of the day, you know, we're seeing an increase in, in online, but I think it'll take, you know, a few more years for us for it to be um, a more meaningful number um, to online retailers just exclusively in beauty. That, you know what, I had no idea that it was that small. I really, I think I really thought it was much bigger. Um, but then I have to think about my the buying behavior that I have and that I know my friends have that, you know, we are going in for the experience of it as well. So the more that this app can create an experience, the larger that online number is going to is going to become. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah interesting. Absolutely. Interesting, because I, I just know that I have Amazon Prime stuff showing up every day at my house. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking I'm not going out to try and find that elusive little, you know, uh, piece of equipment that I need in order to have my radio show on the road, you know, that somehow right. I forgot or it's not the right one or, you know, it, I lost it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't even imagine going out and trying to find it. In, and, and I say part of that from the that service, the service side of buying is still never up to par sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I could walk into three stores and be like, this is the piece I need, and and they wouldn't be able to find it for me, or, you know, oh, it's out of stock because, you know, maybe only one person in a, you know, a year buys it. And I'm just thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't shop that way anymore. I shop mm-hmm. online. Right, right. And I, I think it's because you know what you want. You have a clear sense of, like, I want, you know, XYZ product, and I know I need to go to a particular retailer or Amazon to get it. And I think when we start to shift a little bit in our behavior and start to replenish more of our products um, online, then I think we'll just see sort of that natural shift. And, you know, what we're seeing with with, um, all these brands like, you know, Fenty Beauty and, um, you know, Kylie Cosmetics is those things are selling out online without people trying them on. So <laughs> yes. we're starting it's to a phenomenon. A shift. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's it's an inc- really incredible. It is an incredible phenomenon. That's fantastic. Well, we are going to take another break right now. And so uh, I want everybody, again, I want you guys to download the app. So if you have the, you know, you're in the, you're in the, the iPhone, iPad world, um, you can go onto iTunes and you can download Mia Mia Beauty right now and play around with it, which I've been doing for the last week. Um, and... If you have questions, you can always uh, go onto my social sites. So on Instagram, I'm Beauty Inside and Out Show. Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out Show. Twitter, Beauty In Out Show. And uh, of course, Mia Mia Beauty. Do you have a website yet, Rita? Yes, it's uh, www.miamiamiabeauty.com. Perfect, good. So we'll be right back and we're going to continue to talk with Rita about the ever elusive beauty online consumer. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. 
From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. All right, all my beautiful listeners, I am here with my guest, Rita Ravindra, and she is the CEO and founder of Mia Mia Beauty, which is a data-driven social platform for sharing beauty looks and, of course, purchasing related products. And we've been talking about that in the whole up to the whole point of the show because I saw a Buy Me button and I got really excited because I'm like, I want that product. <laughs> Um, now, you launched this in 2016. It's an iPhone app right now. You're working on the, the Droid app. But um, I, love, I love how InStyle Magazine referenced you as the Instagram for the beauty obsessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. That's got to feel good to be able to get that kind of recognition because um, this is a fairly new app. You haven't had it out for that long. Yeah, that's right. Um, we've actually launched at the end of November, so we're we're still very early in our journey. Perfect. Sure, so. Yeah, good. So now everybody, they can download this app, they can buy from it, they can create looks, you're going to create a profile, you're going to be, be able to save all of your, your favorite beauty products, hair products, skin products um, within that. It, does it go into accessories? Are there accessories that are involved in it at this point in time or the future of it? So we do have, like, beauty tools, like makeup brushes, things of that sort. Um, Certain hair accessories are on it as well, Um, but no accessories outside of that. Like, it's all still within the realm of beauty. Perfect. Good. You're going to keep it very, very tight within the realm of beauty until you decide Mm -hmm. to, you know, to go to that next level, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, the. what else is in the future of Mia Mia Beauty? I mean, I think we've, we've thought about a few things. Um, one is um, having private chat. So if you want to create a group of just your three best friends and want to talk about under eye cream, like you're in a panic and you need a new product, you can create a private group where you can chat and easily kind of bring in products from your profile and share what you're using because, again, this goes back to we talk about this stuff all the time 
in the offline world, quote unquote. And so we wanted to create that kind of chat um, within the app. Oh, I love um, that. I love that. Another thing, you know, that's, that's important, which I referenced before, is this personalization. So we want this to be your personal beauty tool where it's got all of your products, but then you're also getting like a rich set of recommendations um, based upon, you know, data that we're collecting on users so that we can show you the most relevant kind of products and looks and people to follow based upon who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's, um, if there's ideas that, uh, you know, like say companies that are not on there, how would they connect with you to be able to say, hey, I want to be on your app? Uh, as in beauty companies? Yeah, as in beauty not- companies that are not on there. Yeah, um, we actually do have that ability to, to bring in other products from other companies. Uh, we actually just did, um, we're working with a, with a fragrance company called Skylar Body, and they have you know, uh, about five or six SKUs that we um, integrated onto the platform. So that is something that we can, we can definitely do uh, if we don't have uh, a certain beauty brand's product set. But okay, more perfect. often than not, we usually have um, most brands uh, on the platform already. Okay, cool. That's good to know. And then consumers can engage with it by being able to download the app and create their profile. That's like the first two steps they want to take, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And then, you know, save products and then share with friends. I mean, that's actually something that I didn't mention is that, you know, we've, I've self-funded the company. I haven't taken any external financing, and we've just been growing organically through women sharing products and looks with their friends. So if I were to share a lipstick with you, Bonnie, and you didn't have uh, the app, you would get this sort of picture and link to the lipstick, but if you don't have the app, it would um, guide you through downloading the app, essentially. Oh, and okay. that's how we're seeing things grow. So you could, is, s- you could send me a text or an email and say, hey, I, this is a color that I think would look great on you. And mm-hmm. then I would be able to then source it through the, through the app. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And really that is, I think, how beauty grows is very organically. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, Absolutely. we're seeing something, we're making note of it, we're asking, women are telling and sharing um, so it is. It's how beauty grows. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, Rita, as a, you know, it sounds like you've had a very successful career thus far. This venture I see as being incredibly successful for you, too. But, you know, I, I love when I have really strong women on the show that um, can just give insight to other women and, and share with them, you know, what do you need to do? What's, what's, what's the pieces and parts that sometimes we you know, have fear attached to, to taking those big steps or we just don't know who, where, how, how to start maybe is what it comes mm-hmm. from. Can you give us some insight around that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I think what's been incredibly important to me since the start of my career is my network and really kind of fostering a network um, and one that I kind of pay it forward to a lot. Um, I mentor a lot of young women as well. Um, and, when I started Mia Mia, um, that's what I referenced was this network that I'd built over the past 20 years and referenced people that I knew could kind of help me um, get to the next level. It is very daunting to start something on your own, <laughs> yes. and especially to self-fund. It's, uh, it's a very daunting thing, but um, I took a lot of comfort in um, 
in the network that I had and also because of my finance background sort of knew um, what I would need capital-wise in order to start the business. And I think that it's, um, you know, we, we see that there's many more female entrepreneurs um, just in general in, in the U.S., and we're seeing growth in tech, but it really pales in comparison to where it could be. And I think that that's where the network kind of, it boils down to us sort of supporting one another in that journey. And I think that that's um, something that's really key. Oh, absolutely. You know, my partner and I in in the business that we do speaking and leading programs in, um, we had an opportunity to speak at a women's conference, and it was a women in technology conference up in San Jose. Um, And most now most of these women, because uh, they were working for very large tech companies in the area. And these tech companies obviously sent them to this conference. Um, and there was a couple really powerful presentations other than the one we did, of course, um, and some good panels. And it was really interesting because I think that I think that is, is like you said, it's a small percentage of women that are in tech. But I think that the opportunities for women to be in involved with people like you is where the real opportunity can come. That's the growth. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, and I'm, I definitely have not accomplished, you know, uh, what, I'm, what I'd like to accomplish in life. I mean, there's definitely women that are very, very successful in the field and in other fields as well. But I think one of the things that I have um, fundamentally believe in is that we have to give back to other women. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it starts. And treat other and, women, treat other women yeah, with respect. Absolutely. And we have to, and we have to um, foster their careers and connect them. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think this is, you know, these networks ex- exist with men and they're just sort of, you know, second nature. And it's, um, it's something that we may not do enough of. And so one of the things that Mia Mia is doing is we are actually hiring marketing interns at college campuses. And we've made the program very greenfield in that I want to be able to make sure that these women are acquiring life and career skills that are going to help be helpful for, to them when they graduate. Mm-hmm. So we're really trying to empower them at all these college campuses and sort of grow that, help grow that next generation. We need more leaders. We need younger leaders. We need folks that are kind of giving back and just sort of having it be this, like, this cycle. <laughs> yeah, and, and to be able to be supported by other entrepreneurs instead of these big, massive corporations. I mean, of course, we, you know, we all started out in big, massive corporations. That's, that's how we got our feet wet. Um, but I think that because of the entrepreneur spirit is is growing so much and there's so much more opportunities with technology um, being available to us that we can be more successful um, in starting a business nowadays than ever before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Well, and what's the message that you'd like to share with other women entrepreneurs out there? Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's got to be as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just keep, I mean, it's, it's tough, and that's where sort of these support groups really come into play. Like, it's, I know it's easier said than done, and trust me, I've had, uh, I've had bad days, but I've had um, a lot more good days. Yeah. And I think it's just sort of keeping your eye on the prize. Sometimes that even means like, okay, what can I just accomplish today that will move the business forward? Mm-hmm, yeah. Because... You know, the future can be very daunting. It's like if you're a surfer, it's seeing this massive wave in front of you and figuring out, okay, what are the several steps I need to do in order to get over that wave? 
Right. Or the hurricane behind it. <laughs> Right, unfortunately. Yeah. And I'm going to add to that, you know, because I think it's like don't give up. But I think there's also a point where the, the add-on would be surrender to what you think you know or don't know and ask for help. Mm-hmm. We're really good at thinking we can hold it all together and take care of everybody else. But when we kind of like venture into our own businesses, it's okay to ask for help. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And I think that's something that we're very good at is is seeking that guidance and seeking that help. That's fantastic. And that, I think that yeah. all goes back to having a strong network that you can call upon. Well, yeah, because the truth is 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 you're not necessarily manufacturing a product. So you have to be able to be in that collaborative um, mood and mode to be able to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Well, mm-hmm. Rita, I honestly, I really, I want you to have the best of success. I'm going to continue to share the Mia Mia Beauty app with all of my friends and all of my listeners and, and on the social, uh, on all my social platforms and everything so we can continue to support you and grow this and and hope that we can have you back on the radio show when you've got some uh, some more to share and some and certainly from even a perspective of just being a woman in beauty and a woman entrepreneur that um, is inspiration story in itself. So share with us again how we can find you, your app, and your website. Yes, absolutely. So the app is Mia Mia Beauty. It's available uh, in the Apple App Store. Uh, if you don't have an iPhone or iPad, you can sign up to be on the waiting list and go to www.miamiabeauty.com. And you can also just sign up for our newsletter to stay in touch, weekly newsletter on sort of the trends and products and looks. And uh, that's another way to to, uh, get our content. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, I loved hearing your story. I loved hearing what you're developing here. And um, I love that, uh, that, we, that we got you in beauty. Thank we, you so much, we, Bonnie. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, perfect. Now, join us next week. We're going to continue on, and we're going to be talking to a successful man in beauty. And he's got a great story of how he saw the endurance and the perseverance to be able to even step into beauty um, as once a pro football player. Um, so please join us next week as we talk to Chella Beauty and uh, one of our one of our key sponsors here in the Beauty Insight and Out program. And as always, I want you guys to remember that it's about being you in beauty. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.